0: Welcome to the Dusty Jobs Podcast from Imperial Systems, industry knowledge to make your job easier and safer. Thanks for joining us again for the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Uh, this is Donna Carkeye, the host. Uh, today joining me is Jeremiah Wan. Jeremiah, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, we're here at Imperial headquarters in Mercer again today. And uh, Jeremiah, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm, I'm the
1: owner and uh, CEO of, the, of Imperial Systems, uh, started the company about 20
0: years ago, yeah. and uh, this is my first podcast with Imperial Systems, there it's you go. fun, yeah. <laughs> dusty jobs. We're glad to yeah. have you on, we're glad to have you on. So today what we're going to be talking about is a little bit of uh, your history, a little bit of the industry history, and uh, at the end we're going to talk about where, where we think things are going. Right. So, um, so tell us, Jeremiah, what makes you qualified? To tell us anything about dust collector history I mean other than you're the owner of the company but what 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 uh what's your history that kind of gives you a
1: yeah i I never really thought about it as being qualified, but uh, i guess i guess my <laughs> my uh you know my, a little bit about my background is that uh you know i you know i I kind of kind of got into this a little bit different than most people you know so I, I grew up in this industry um you know, my, my, um, third generation, uh, would be, I guess third generation dust collection. Yeah. Guy, you know, uh, sheet metal guys, what, what we were originally, but, um, you know, my, my grandfather started, uh, back in, um, you know, I don't, I don't even know what year, but he started back right out of the army, out of world war two, um, doing sheet metal work in cereal mills. And, uh, you know, about the time my, my dad and my uncle, um, were, were probably 17 years old. They started, um getting involved with the sheet metal shop there in uh lapel indiana and so um that's kind of a little bit about the the history to that point um you know i guess shortly after that um you know right right out of college uh, i contacted my dad and said hey you know i'd like to go to work for you and uh he was a um at the time a, a manufacturer's rep so like we have reps today here. Yeah, he he was representing another brand dust collector, and at the time, um, you know, I wanted to work with him. So, you
0: know, so so yeah. then you came on as a rep too. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah right away. Yeah. I so got when you it. when you're a rep, what all did that entail? What did you uh, What did you have to do?
1: Well, I mean, so you know, the first thing he wanted to do with me was, you know, to to teach me AutoCAD and to teach me air systems and how to design them so i learned airflow static pressures um you know can velocities internal velocities all these things that we talk about today and yeah. here in the wall you have this boring stuff that we talk about but, <laughs> but uh but it's you know it's been my life for for 20 you know 20 plus years um you know professionally yeah and then like i said before that you know growing up in a sheet metal shop from the time i can remember um it's just kind of ingrained in
0: man me. that had to be some real valuable knowledge you gained growing up just being able to 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 be in there with your grandpa, with your dad, seeing how everything's built, and then being able to go out, you have probably have such a better understanding of how a system goes together when you've been the guy who's helped build it. Uh, I think so. I mean, you know, I, I still um, you know I have people come to me a lot and
1: you know ask me for you know advice on on different things on systems or on equipment design, and you know, and today you know I'm still very very involved in you know R and D and and coming up with new products. And, and you know, it's just, it's not just the way I was brought up, but it's also just our, our daily experience around here. So yeah, it all, it all helps for sure. Man,
0: well, I know you said you didn't ever think of yourself as qualified, but I think you're more than qualified to give yeah. us some information about this topic. So, uh, so that's about you now. So you were a rep with your dad. Now, how did you get into building your own collector and, and just starting this company? How did that even come about?
1: Sure. Well, you know, uh, so kind of, you know, again, my you know, my background before that was, you know, growing up in sheet metal. So I understood, you know, we built duck work and, and cyclones and bag houses and that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, w- we worked together for about three years. And I don't, I don't know if you ever saw, you know, Orange County Choppers, but, you know, the, the, the old <laughs> show, I don't think it's on anymore, but... When that show came out I'm like, wow, my dad and I could have done this same thing, you know. So um, you know, I love him to pieces and uh and, and and you know, today Thanksgivings are a lot better than they used to be, you know, I can say that. But uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, kind of a bold headed person and you know, I definitely um, like to do things my way a little bit and, yeah. and and I think he's kind of the same way. So we we didn't work together too well when we were in business together, but but certainly we do on, on a day to day basis now. But you know that that being said you know a few years after i started working with him um i started my own company at that point um went to rep another line of, of equipment um and we you know at that time still representing uh, a company called crestwood um, recycling who makes wood shredders uh-huh. so it's kind of a an odd twist but um but did did a lot in the shredder industry which, yeah which helps today a lot because you know we're talking about conveying materials and stuff and so i had that experience but um you know when I got when I got out, a little bit of the history of that was is, is if you remember that was in two thousand one. So um, got married in uh, you know August two thousand one. So um, you know the times were times were different back then. Right? Yeah. We had the attacks in September. Right. And um, you know just started the business, and so um, you know I fought for about. So we had September eleventh. You yeah. got married yeah. and you
0: said why not just start a business just, too
1: just yeah, and, and bought a house in the mix too oh, so man. it was like you start, went all in yeah man you know start with my back against the wall that's what i like to there say you so you know being a fighter and uh you know that, that that worked out well for me yeah kind of pushed me um but uh you know getting getting into the into the business um during those days you know kind of kind of got out thinking that i was going to be able to set the world on fire and start making you know all kinds of sales right away and of course with it with the attacks um, you know you, you couldn't get somebody on the phone right yeah. they just everybody was pretty tied up with with everything else that was going on so uh you know within a couple of years, you know basically said to my my new wife at the time i said um uh I said you know we we um you know newly war- married at the time, but uh I said, you know we really in order to survive, you know I feel like we're really gonna need to start making some stuff so okay. I said Look, why don't we you know I knew how to make ductwork work and and cyclones and i knew design so i said why don't we start you know we'll buy some machinery and, and start building some stuff so so you know the kind of the way it started out is you know I'd, it was kind of funny because i you know working from home for a while um and i was always big on when i worked from home i still got dressed up like i was going to work yeah you know? and, yeah that's uh, just a, it's just a mentality thing and uh you know i would i would basically get dressed for for office work during the day and you know work eight ten hours and then at night you know i would go you know, roll duck work and weld duck work all night. And I literally did that for, um, about a year and, uh, you know, I would do that till two o'clock in the morning and get up and do it all over again. Wow. And so, you know, so she would bring me dinner and, and whatever. And we would do that. So finally, after I just about collapsed, I said, I got to hire somebody now that I can afford one person. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's the, the great American story, right? Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And, and, um, the, your first employee is still with us today, right? Uh, yeah, pretty close to the first
1: employee. I, yeah. had a, I had a few in between there, but yeah, Russ, Russ Ryland, he's our, uh, service manager yeah. and yeah, you bet he's yeah. still here. He's been been here since like you, I, I don't, I'd have to ask Russ how many years, but I, I want to say it's 17 years. Probably. Yeah. He has, yeah. he has
0: quite a, uh, a history and a wealth of knowledge in the industry too. We could probably do a podcast on Russ. We'll have Russ yeah. on. We <laughs> will. He'll be on, he'll be on at some point. So, so in the industry, now let's go. Let's go. Now we got a little bit of history. How you guys started. Yeah. So in the industry, how do you see things um, from where they were, you know, in 2000 to where they are today? What do you? What's a big shift? I know for you, some things have shifted. How did how did that all come around?
1: Well, when I when I first got into the business, I mean, we, I've done you know even at the time did you know carbon black projects, did mining projects, did. Um, uh just a lot of different industries but but to be honest with you our focus was really in the wood industry okay i mean we did a lot of the the big furniture companies the big mdf and particle board type furniture companies um you know and 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 prior to 2008 you know that was a pretty big industry in our country yeah you know so so there's been a lot of change for me um as far as that goes um you know for us in 2008 we we decided that we were going to run as hard as we could from you know, marketing to that industry. Yeah. Now, we never left our customers or we never ran away from, our, you know, our, our base. Right. But we certainly said, you know what, <clears throat> all of our marketing dollars going forward are going to be in, you know, manufacturing. It was kind of the, the area we we
0: picked. Shift of focus.
1: Shift the focus, yeah. So, I mean, you know, even to this day, you know, the majority of our, of our, our focus is in manufacturing yeah. and, and metalworking
0: right so when in that shift of focus that was a a shift of product too right Right. here at imperial so that's where you guys started building cartridge collectors right
1: yeah about that time you know uh yeah we we did um and uh it was it was you know it was the best move we ever made to be honest with you i mean we you know at that time we built um, bag houses we built cyclones we built ductwork, work we built built rotary airlocks but you know in order to to really you know everybody's story is different. You know, and I realize that you know everybody's business is, is unique to their to their own needs and their own the way they've designed it. But but the way the way we were headed, I mean, we were still representing a um, another brand at the time, cartridge collector line. And uh, you know, for us to really to do to do a global footprint that that, that we were that that I had envisioned, um, that was the only way really to go forward to start building one ourselves.
0: Yeah. So so when you go from building bag houses wood dust industry then you shifted into more of a uh, manufacturing right. welding um, what what do you see the big differences between what welding and shops were like then right. to what they're like today I mean you've been watching the industry for 20 years now right. what in your history what do you see
1: Well I mean the the big difference with the the shops back in the day versus the shops today. I mean, we can, we can go way back. You know, uh, I talked about my, you know, my granddad earlier and, you know, not to take anything from, from him at all. Uh, You know, this isn't a knock, but you know, I've heard stories back in the, you know, when, back in the the sixties and seventies where, you know, they were, you know, they have 20, 30 people piled up in a small shop and they're, you know, stepping on extension cords and, and leaders for, for welders and, and just never really cleaned up too much because, you know, the, the, the focus, kind of the old school focus was get the work out the door at all costs yeah. you know and you know i mean we, we know that even from labor today you know right. we guys used to work 16 hours all the time you know it was no big deal but right. um so you know fast forward a little bit you know and 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 shops are just a lot cleaner they're safer um or more organized um now i want to say to clear to clear the air on that too i mean he he runs a shop in in, in texas today like i said and and it's very clean and very orderly. So he's doing he's doing good. But,
0: and there you go. That's yeah. that's a guy who who's been running a shop his whole life, and even within his his own business, it's shifted to becoming a more cleaner shop. Right. Well, everybody has. Everybody right? has. Everybody has.
1: And I and I think that um, you know, you and I were talking earlier, and I think that uh, you know, a lot of it is is the the, the focus has changed a lot to the. I think the cost. Obviously, the customer. You want the customer. When you invite the customer in, you want them to see you have a nice, orderly, clean environment. I think that's important. But almost, probably more important than that is, is that you're You know, when your your employees come to work every day, and I tell our people here all the time, I say, you know, we spend more time with each other than we do our own families. So yep. essentially, we're family, and we need to we need to act like it. So we need to clean up after each other. We need to have a nice you know, neat place to come to work every day. But, um, but on top of that, if you're, if you're trying to hire new people and today is, uh, you know, the, obviously the economy's booming today Yep. and, um, you know, potential employees are, you know, interviewing you almost as much as you're interviewing them. Right. So they come in and they want to see kind of where they're going to be working, you know? And, and so, um, you know, we, 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 we're very happy that we, and very proud of the fact that we run that type of organization here. It's very clean and very orderly.
0: Yeah. I can imagine if, uh, if you have an interview with two people and you walk through one shop and it's it's clean, it looks well, and you walk through another one and it's got a haze through the whole thing, uh, it it'd kind of be an easy pick to know right. which place you want to go right. work at. Yeah, for so, sure. And that's a lot of the industry, you know, yeah. we're, we're across the board. You know, people are trying yeah. to find good people to work and they want to keep uh, keep their shop clean. Right. And not only um, does that help keep the shop clean, reduce risk, yeah. reduce time right. on, on cleanup. Uh, well, I the think, shop.
1: yeah, I think that's the point is, is that, you know, our, our air systems today, you know, that's, that's one of the things they do. Not only are, does it, does it make it safer from an NFPA and an OSHA standpoint, but it, it, it also, um, you know, you have less cleanup time, right? Yeah. So um, you have, you know, you walk through a plant that has adequate dust collection or fume collection, and then it's just, it's just much cleaner. So you're not spending all those hours, you know, sweeping up after yourselves and that kind of stuff. Right. So, um yeah f- funny story was you know today i was I was walking up up here to do this podcast and and one of the guys came by and said hey you know could we could we program our um you know i have an idea and i said well what, what is it because we love ideas here you know what you know help what what can we do to make our environment better and so uh he said well you know could we could we set the dust collector to where you know this is an ambient style system so it's basically just duck work above weld cells yeah and uh so uh he said Can we just set it to where when we hit stop it, it it has a 30 minute delay and i said sure why would we do that because in the back of my mind dust collection guy i'm thinking that's like an offline cleaning thing or whatever to help the filters but no his idea was that that 30 minutes after we leave you know it's still kind of pulling that 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 smoke out of the air whatever's left up there which isn't much but but it that eventually settles down and lays on their table in the morning because he said you know when i come back in, in the morning that thing gets shut right off. And he said, you know, there's a little bit of dust back on my work table. Yeah. So it was just a great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it,
0: you know, back in the day, they wouldn't even have noticed that the, their desk was dirty because it was still dirty from the day before. I mean, that's, that's, right. that's yeah. the big difference yeah. between shops now and then, you know. Yeah, we're kind of picky around here. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so, um, so that's where we're at. You know, the industry's kind of come along a long yeah. way since from where it was to where it is now, better standards, better, and. Not, I mean, I can only imagine where the future's going. Right. Um, you know, we're probably. I know. I know. Government standards are coming up. There's some things that are coming down that are uh, going to make force some people to have a cleaner environment. But uh, in general, I think people are interested in having a cleaner environment, um, not just in their shop, but also what they're pumping outside. Right. Um, but what do you see the future of, of uh, where the industry's going and where where dust collection's going?
1: Well, you know, I, th- I think it's, it's getting, it's getting better. You're going to see it and more and more plants uh, around the country. I mean, you know, obviously we have the government, which, you know, we have OSHA, you know, kind of yep. dictating, you know, what, what we're using this for and uh, which I think it's all, it's all for the better. Right. I mean, it's um, it, 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 it helps um, it saves lives. And so I think that that's good. I like all the standards I'm hearing that are coming out. I think it's, it's good. Um, you know, as far as the future goes, I mean, we, you know, today, you know, we're seeing, um, you know, we're seeing, uh, obviously robotic weld cells are, are taken off. I mean, robot, yeah. robotic for manufacturing in general is big. So, right. um, you know, we're doing more and more with that type of stuff. Um, you know, I think, uh, localized, uh, filtration is, is important too. So like where before we used to just do big ambient systems for the whole plant, you know, and I think that's, uh, that's great and it it, it has its place. Um, But you know, I was just actually just sending an email to a guy um, that has a manufacturing shop out west and was kind of talking about the pros and cons of the different styles. And one of the things we really like and and we have in our our plant is, you know, smaller ambient systems that are more modular.
0: Yeah, we were, uh, I I had the opportunity to walk through a facility the other day and and they were looking at that. And they were also looking at their robotic cells where, um, you know, when they get a new line in or they get a new contract, sometimes they have to shift that whole facility. Right. Um, and I think that's a little bit of what people are looking for, the flexibility yeah. within a system. Oh, and,
1: absolutely. Uh, I mean, if you, if you have to, if you have a, 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 piped in system to where it's, it's all close capture, everything's hooded or, or flex arms or whatever, you know, we are constantly trying to do improvements around here to speed up production. But if it, if, but if the limiting factor was always, well, we don't want to do that because we don't want to spend money on the the duct work or redesigning the dust collection system. That's, that's very limiting, and and, and we don't want to, we don't do that here. So I, I
0: yeah, think the ambient's much better for that. Yeah, and uh, when you you put in an ambient system, it'll, it gives you a little more flexibility over cranes and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for you know. sure. Yeah. But I uh, I mean, talking to, going back to robots, going back to, to what's going on, I think um, I think sometimes people think robots, and they're thinking, man, well, that's going to be, what do you have to worry about that for? Nobody's even going to be around those those robots. But you've yeah. been in facilities, yeah. I've been in facilities where there's someone there. You know, right there beside it, uh, checking it out, and they're, and they're also that's a big investment people are yeah. making. So
1: yeah, I, I get a kick out of that. I always hear people, you know, robots sound scary. You know, yeah. so <laughs> they're going to take over and take our jobs. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny because I, I think sometimes it's it's uh, you know it's two to one. Sometimes you got two guys operating a robot versus, but but the idea is is that that's consistent. Um, that you're you're less less chance of failure with welds, yeah. um, with fit parts, with precision. So I think it's making things better overall.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, from what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, it, it does seem like more automation is probably where the the future is going in a lot of the industry. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, uh, we're
1: trying to. I mean, we we're, you know, we're trying to do that here. You know, do it with, with fixtures and 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 really kind of honing in our process to make sure that you know that we can repeat the same product over and over and over. And especially if you know one guy doesn't show up one day. Um, The next guy can come in. He has the procedures all written. He knows what to do. The fixtures are there. He can't really mess it
0: up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, thanks for sharing with us about your history and where Mm -hmm. you've been and kind of getting a little bit of a thought of where we're going to go here. Sure. Um, And uh, you guys who are listening, uh, just so you know, as these challenges come up, as as things come up, uh, we've been doing this for a long time. We're going to keep doing it in the future. And so when you have questions – feel free to contact us, give us a call. Uh, We have a lot of products on our website. I'll do a little plug here for us about uh, they can help handle all these issues. And uh, if you have more questions, feel free to email into the podcast. It's uh, dustyjobspodcast at isystemsweb.com. Look look for us on Twitter, LinkedIn. uh, See us on all the social media sites and uh, let us know what you guys would like to hear about. Jeremiah will be joining us more uh, he's glad to answer any questions you might have. He's got a, yep. a wealth of knowledge, experience. Um, so thanks for joining us. Jeremiah, you got anything, any closers here to say?
1: No, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm happy to, to be on the second one or third one. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure how it's going to roll out, but, uh, but it's exciting. And, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing what, what comes out of it.
0: Yeah, thanks yep. for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll hear you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Dusty Jobs Podcast. Breathe better, work safer.